0: Welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast Summer Show, Tuesday, January 16, 10 past 8 throughout New South Wales and the ACT and 10 past 7 throughout Queensland. A very good morning to you and a very good morning to you, Josh Reynolds. Happy New Year. Big year ahead for you. Trip on the weekend over to the States. NFL's on
1: today. What's news? I'm very excited. Yeah. Really? My trip my trip is, is interesting. So I've got a few places locked in. So we fly in LA mm-hmm. down to San Diego. Yes, Back up to LA to watch Lakers Clippers, Great. which will be a blockbuster. Very yes. excited. Off to Vancouver mm-hmm. after that. I mentioned to you last yes. week, going to give me a couple of tips yes. about yeah. Vankers.
0: Yeah, go and see the Giants in the uh, yes. Canadian Hockey League. I, ha- I told 20s, my mate 121s, yeah. we want
1: to go Canucks, yeah, yeah but I want the Giants yeah, now. For
0: sure, go and, see, go and see the young fellas proving
1: themselves, yeah. So, and then we, we haven't booked any, any more after that because... Hopefully, I'll be able to go and watch Philly. Yes, if they win. Yep, but if not, we're going to choose AFC or the NFC, Mm. and we're going to go to either game, whichever is the better game. Bit of
0: spontaneity from Josh Reynolds over in the US. I love a bit of spontaneous America. eh? Yeah, very good. I love it. Good NFL today. uh, That game, that first one, Buffalo and the Steelers, kicks off in about twenty minutes' time. You can watch that live in the Tab app. And then later today, the uh, the Eagles and Buccaneers. A couple of scores in the NBA. Matches underway. Pelicans, Mavericks. Pelicans leading seventy six to seventy one. Half time in the Magic and Knicks fifty fifty two. Pistons Wizards also at halftime 63 to 62. The Hawks are routing the Spurs, 7 minutes remaining in the second quarter. It's the Hawks 46-18 and the 76ers beat the Rockets 124 to 115. Those matches as well can be seen live in the Tab. Uh, some soccer overnight in the Asian Cup. A win for Korea against Bahrain 3-1, Iraq 3, Indonesia 1 and Jordan 4. Beat Malaysia nil and so much great tennis taking place. And to take us through it all, Roger Rashid up next. Roger, good morning to you. Two days down, which is a little bit different. What has stood out for you and uh, Alex Demonor a, a win
2: with the retirement of Milos Rownic? Yeah, well, Josh, how are you guys? Um... Yeah, look, two days down. It's been it's been a great two days, really. If you if you look at the opening and and just you know, first of all, just from a fans' perspective, the amount of people that are in the that are walking around the state around the venue, and you know, it's 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 full and it's exciting. There's I have you know, you you just you just forget the buzz every twelve months when you know when we when it comes to Melbourne, you forget the buzz around around the city, around the site, and um, and the tennis has been. Uh, the tennis has been pretty hot early, which is actually, and it's been dramatic. There's no doubt about that. We've had some, we've had some drama in, in day two, and I, I guess you mentioned Alex's Alex first. That was, um, you know, it was the first night match, and uh, it was always going to be a tricky opponent in, in Milos because he's, you know, he's a former top 10 player. He's, uh, he's been to major finals at Wimbledon, so he's, he, he knows how to get it done at certain levels, and he's got weapons, and uh, that all his weapons came out. Um, all at once for about you know for about an hour and a half there uh, last night and it, it posed a, an enormous threat for for Alex. There's no doubt about that. The first serve was hitting its spot off the back of the court. which um, uh, was dangerous and you know and Alex didn't have a break point in the first set. So there were three uh, three break points against his serve that he had to uh, to uh, fend off. And then it got to a tie break and um, you know, Alex got the first mini break in the tie break and then served a double fault in that, which was a bit of a uh that's a no no against Milos because you you know, he generally you know, he can can give you free points on his return. So but to Alex's credit he bounced back straight away. Um and he hung tough and he was and he was really uh ready to go. He changed his standing position on the court to return, which which gave him some uh gave him some uh, positive outcomes and uh and then he broke and and, and held to, to win the uh, second set and then Milos was in, in a little bit of trouble physically, which he has been over the uh, last three or four years in his career hasn't been able to find uh, find that. You know, he looks like a physical beast, but um, his body body definitely struggling.
1: Roger, is it fair to say uh, Milos? He, they were saying in the commentary he could be done. Like I, every time I watch him, he's so explosive, but I just feel that the way he plays has so much of an impact on his body.
2: Yeah, he just has. A, yeah, yeah, you're right. His body, but has not been um, kind to him for the. You know for what the tour provides uh, for a number of years now and so you know some some players have got really uh you know they they are able to sustain uh long big loads long periods of play and um and able to the grind of the tour but uh Milosh hasn't it's not as he's been he hasn't been sort of a big impact player as far as serve bowling and and crashing his body around the court like that but you know it does you know and he doesn't play the majority of points because he gets a lot of free points on his serve so you would think. Uh, he would get um, he would get looked after a little bit, you know, physically from a physical standpoint. But no, his his body hasn't been able to take to the loads, and uh, you know some players are built like that. That's that's unfortunate. We've seen that throughout the course of uh, many players' careers. And um, yes, yeah, so I think you know there, there won't be won't be long uh, for Milosh. I don't think where, you know he's in his thirties, and um, you know when your body's not kind, it's hard to do the grind. I think the preparation all the time, the rehabbing all the time, and. And you feel like you're not getting anywhere. You can't get any consistency, and so, you know, he's not the only one in that boat. I, um, Andy Murray uh, yesterday, I did his match. Um, that was really hard match to commentate on because uh, knowing Andy so well and so closely as I do, you know, and, and we've we've seen the volume of just such elite tennis that he's been able to put out there on the tennis court. I had to see him in a, um, it was lifeless really um, out on the tennis court. He couldn't make anything happen. Uh, didn't have a lot of energy coming from his body, um, and it was, you know, it was a really comfortable three-set loss on on Kia Arena, and you would not ne- necessarily see Andy ever play like that, um, ever sort of look like that, and that that was a sad uh, moment he, when he when he waved goodbye to the crowd. It looked like it was. Uh, in the moment, it looked like it was probably going to be, you know, maybe the last time we see Andy on um, on a hard court here at uh, at Rod you know, at uh, Melbourne Park and at the Australian Open. So yeah, it was a sad, it was a sad sight to see him. Before that match, uh, there was Stanislas Rorinka. and, and um, he, you know, he played well for a couple of hours. He's got about two hours of really high quality tennis in him, and, but then he lost six, six love in the fifth against Manorino, who's also, in his 30s, were playing some of the best tennis of his life. But, um, you know, Stan's obviously struggled with his body also. So... So I'm telling sides there for some, for some champions, I think.
0: Uh, some tough results for a few Australians yesterday with uh, a couple of five-set losses, but Alexey and beat Mark Polmans, as you suggested he probably would. Um, looking ahead to today, Olivia Gadecki plays Sloane Stevens from 11am local there. Thanasi Kokonakis against Sebastian Ofner, Isla Tomljanovic against Petra Martic. Kim Birrell plays Yelena Ostapenko. James McCaig plays Alex Mickelson. And Max Purcell plays Hungarian qualifier Mate Valkush. Any of those Aussies you see winning today? Uh,
2: well, I, th- I think you know Thanasi. I, I like. Uh, I, I think Thanasi will uh, has you know he hasn't, hasn't had the best uh, run so far in the Australian summer. So, but um, you know he likes playing here. There's no doubt, no no doubt about that. It'll be a, it'll be a tough match. Uh, there's no you know there's no doubt uh, you know his his opponent's 37 in the world from Austria, 27 year old. So. You know, he's cherry ripe, um, but Tanasi's got he has got a chance. There's no doubt about that. I, you know, I think it'll be a long match. Uh, you know, if he's going to win, he's going to win uh, in a in a lengthy match. It's going to be it's going to be hot mm-hmm. on John Kane Arena. It's you know, it's 30 degrees today. Yesterday it was 30 and humidity. There were humidity in there again today. It actually did take 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 its toll. So, on players, I'd be interested to see how Offner goes goes with that. Isla Tomlanovic, You know, I think there's you know, there's a good opportunity. Her, her opponent, uh, Martek, is 40 in the world. You know, she's from Croatia. Uh, quality player, works hard. Uh, got a good, solid game. But Is again, you know, she's a quality player. She hasn't been able to get her, her body in in, um, in the right position to, to play for long periods of time. So I like Isla's. Um, Sloane Stevens takes on Olivia Gadecki. That's going to be a tough ask for Olivia, I think. Sloane's not playing at her very best, but... Um, but you know so so Gidecki has an opportunity, but I just think too many weapons too powerful off the back of the court. McCabe's you know he's he's got a good opportunity. you know he's a, he's a youngster out of New South Wales. He plays a 19 year old for Mickelson from the USA who's in the top hundred, but just in the top hundred, so he's making his way on the tour, so is McCabe attempting to. so that's an opportunity there. Uh, it'll be a big win for him, but it is an opportunity. he's got he's in in front of a home crowd. Uh, Kimberly Birrell, I, I think, is going to find the going too tough against Ostapenko, real quality mm-hmm. player, um, and Max Purcell uh, as well. So, it, uh, you know, he's got an opportunity. I would think Max will win. Mm-hmm. Um, he's playing a Hungarian qualifier, and uh, yeah. So, there's some some uh, good opportunities for the Australians. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Um, as we as we go into day three,
1: Roger, another huge day of tennis today. Uh, Carlos Alcaraz probably headlining. Against journeyman Richard Gasquet, how do you see this one playing out?
2: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be doing that match. So I'll be interested to watch how i um, will be on the side of the court, getting nice and personal with uh, Carlos. So uh, uh, I think, you know, you know, if you'd asked me that uh, ten years ago, uh, I would say that uh, you know Richard Gasquet's mm-hmm. got a you know big chance of winning that. I mean, he's, he's been a, a very highly talented. Tennis players sat inside the top 10 there for a while and from France and they've, and they've, they've got a few. They've got a young kid, uh, Arthur Fields, who's 19 years of age, um, who's 35 in the world already uh, from France and just put a circle around his name because he's a yeah. super talented Frenchman. Um, one of the young guns that are coming up and there's big wraps on him. And, I, and I, I do really like his game. So if you ever get a chance to have a look at him, but uh, I don't think Richard will have enough firepower. I think Alcaraz will probably win in three sets. Um, again, Richard Gasquet is still, at, you know, he's at the end of the career. He may have a year or two left in, uh, in his body, you know, playing. He still loves playing, but uh, there's not much going on on his side of the court as far as, uh, deep runs in tournaments, so uh, yeah, I think Alcaraz will win that in three sets. It's a good opener for him.
0: Uh, million markets in the tab app, uh, which reflects obviously how many matches are taking place and, and the various options, but um in, in a word or two, a couple of uh, other match-ups today is Svantec versus Sofia Kennan early uh, and then Alexander Zverev against Dominic Kopfer and Camilla Georgi and Victoria Azarenka. Have you got a winner in those three? Uh,
2: I like Svantec, mm-hmm. I think you know that that's a you know she's a, she's playing another former Australia she's playing a former Austra- uh, Australian Open champion. I I do like her. Um, I think it's Varev. Yeah, it's Varev. He plays he plays his countrymen. Mm-hmm. And who was the other one? Uh,
0: uh, Camilla Georgie and Victoria Azarenka in the women's draw.
2: Yeah, Camilla Georgie's tough. She's she's not tall in in stature. Nothing like Victoria Azarenka, mm-hmm. but she she comes at you all the time so she gets the ball back at you fast she's you know she's quite aggressive so that'll be tricky again i think today will be very much uh, who handles the conditions mm-hmm. um, who and who gets who, you know it's, does anyone get affected by the conditions we saw a lot of cramping and um, another another good match on uh, John Kane arena uh, following Olivia Gadecki against Sloane Stevens will be Grigor Dimitrov and Fucevic, which will uh, be an interesting match and that one's just before Tanasi Kokonakis, so Um, uh, looking forward to that one as well so uh, you would think Grigor Dimitrov who's in in really uh, good form at the moment, some rare form, Mm -hmm. Um, will get through that one.
0: Rog, love it so much to get through, we'll look forward to catching up again tomorrow, enjoy the day there at Melbourne Thanks guys, beauty Welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast Summer Show Will Davies and Josh Reynolds with you today and joining us on the line, great friend of the show, one of the stars of Australian Sport, Lizzie Wellborn. Lizzie good morning to you, happy new year, how are you? Good
3: Good morning. I'm good. How are you guys?
0: Very, very well, thank you. Great to have you join us again. And a big weekend for you at Maroubra with an 11th in Round 3 then a 3rd in Round 4. How are you feeling about your performances a couple of days on?
3: Uh, I'm really... I was really happy with the Sunday. Obviously, Mm -hmm. um, 11th for me was a bit disappointing. It definitely wasn't what I expected and what I wanted to achieve. But the thing I'm most proud of is that I was able to not let that get me down and turn it around for Sunday and race a lot better because it could have gone either way. I could have maybe like um, just been devastated with what had happened and been really negative going into Sunday. But I chose to try and be as positive as I could and was able to still get a good result.
1: Yeah, Lizzie, speaking about uh, the differences in performances from Saturday to Sunday, what did you do, uh, you know, Saturday night? Did you sit down, refocus, um, go back to what, you know, you usually do well and then, you know, come out on the podium on sunday
3: yeah so i i was pretty sad after saturday and instead of just trying to push past it i actually let myself be sad for quite a Mm. while so i remember i was like sitting on the couch on saturday night eating dinner and was just quite grim i didn't want to talk to anyone and i remember my mum and dad being like is there anything we can do to (laughs) help you feel better and i was like no i just need to be sad for the rest of the day and then tomorrow i'll turn the page and back being positive but I think yeah for me I just needed to feel all those emotions and then be able to process them to let them go and then race on Sunday.
0: I like that and, and obviously that can be applied to so many different situations in life isn't it sometimes you just need to sit there and, and mull over what didn't go right and uh, and as a result of that you can yeah as you say turn the page and get stuck in again.
3: Yeah definitely and I think I guess the reason why it was like everyone my dream for the past few years has been to try and win the overall series and After getting an 11th, it becomes very hard to do that. So I think I was just kind of letting go at the um, possibility of not probably not being able to win the series from here. But then woke up on Saturday being like, if I still get I mean, on Sunday, if I still get good results and I can still make it on the podium and still get a good result. So just processing it in that way.
0: A lot's been made obviously of conditions in Maruba on the weekend. We'll we'll ask you a little bit about um, another story around that. Yeah. Set. But what what were conditions like for you guys while you were competing across the weekend?
3: It was really it was really weird. There was quite a lot of energy in the water even though it looked relatively flat. Like each day when we walked down to the beach for racing, we got there at high tide. So it Mm -hmm. didn't look like there was much surf and there wasn't much happening. But the tide slowly went out as we went through the races and it kind of brought all of this energy into the surf area. And it was a bit of a shore dump. So the waves weren't breaking too far out, but they were breaking quite ferociously on the shore. So it did actually cause quite a bit of havoc in some of the races, but it did make some for some exciting racing, which was good.
1: Lizzie, if there is a place where you know no one ever wants to get caught in a rip, I have been caught before, and it is very, very scary. But if there's a place <laughs> where you wouldn't mind getting caught, it would be at an Iron Woman competition. <laughs> did you see any, any of this take place? Were you a part of the, um, the the rescuing?
3: I did. So I wasn't actually part of the rescuing, but I was still down at the beach when it happened. And I remember I was actually getting a photo with someone after the event and I was holding my board and one of the um, male competitors ran up to me and was like, can I take your board? I need to take it. And I thought, Oh my goodness, like what, why does he need my board? And I was trying to look around at what was happening. And then I looked out to the ocean and saw that all of these competitors are running out to the ocean with their boards and all the IRBs and jet skis were heading that way. And it took me a little while to figure out exactly what was happening, but it was so amazing to see that in the space of one or two minutes, I think almost twenty competitors had run into the water Excellent. with their boards. So I I knew that all the swimmers were in safe hands. So I didn't I didn't wanna go out there either and um, I mean if you have too many people out there sometimes it can make it a bit more mm-hmm. a bit more dangerous. But I was in awe of all the athletes that did just drop everything and went out there and that's kind of the grassroots of what we do. We come from a surf life saving background. So it was pretty cool to see um, that in contrast with us competing at our elite level as well.
0: Yeah, unreal, isn't it? And a great uh, advertisement for, for the sport and surf life saving and nippers and, and everything else right around um, the beaches of Australia. What what message do you hope that this sends to, to people, not just about your sport, but about, um, about safety at the beaches and, and summer conditions?
3: Yeah, definitely. So I think one of the coolest things that it does show is that it's so important to follow, I guess, surf safety rules and to know what you're doing at the beach. I think... Sometimes, like, you know that the red and yellow flags are there, but sometimes it's overlooked how important surf safety actually is in knowing what rips are and, like, when the surf does look a little bit dangerous and what to do. So it does it does show how important organisations like Surf Life Saving and what we do are for education for people coming up. Like, especially on the holidays, I think this is not 100% certain facts, but I'm pretty sure a lot more drownings and accidents do happen over the summer holidays when you have more people come down to the beach and are maybe unsure about what they're doing. So, if you have the opportunity to join a surf club and to learn about surf safety, I think this just shows how important it can be.
1: Lizzie, I've got a question about when, when something like this does happen. You know, and, and you are a lifesaver. Does your does your natural instinct just think straight away get out there and and, and save them, or you know, does your personal safety come into that a little bit?
3: I think so. In general, personal safety always has to be taken into consideration. There are a lot of stories where people have gone out to try and help someone in need and then they've actually also found themselves in danger and maybe are even worse off. And I think on the weekend, actually, a lot of the... Because the flash rip did happen close to the flag, so I think a lot of people in the flag started swimming out to try and help the people Mm. that got in a rip. And sometimes that can actually add to the danger. But for us, um, who are elite competitors... I mean, we've competed in some of the most dangerous conditions you can think of. So I would back any of us to be able to go out there in conditions like it was at Maroubra and be safe and be able to rescue people. But I think it's just really knowing your ability and if it's safe for you to go out and try and rescue someone.
0: Uh, between now and, and rounds five and six at Curral, what does that look like and what's your focus to, to finish it off?
3: Yeah, so we actually have a pretty hectic few weeks. So we... Um, we are competing in the nutri Iron Series, obviously, but there's also a, another series running over the summer called the Summer of Surf Series. And we have a few of those events um, in between the nutri Series events. So where I and a lot of the other competitors are actually racing this weekend in Manly and then next weekend in Maruchidor and then we go back up to Karawa for the final two rounds of the series. So it's lots of racing at this time, but that's what we love. So in terms of preparation, it's just kind of managing our load between all of these races but I'm pretty determined to try and have a good final two rounds to, as I say, get myself on the overall podium.
0: Lizzie, always appreciate your time and uh, congratulations to you and, and all of your uh, fellow competitors and colleagues on, on everything that transpired in, in competition but obviously afterwards as well at Maruba on the weekend. We'll look forward to chatting soon. Thank you. Welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast Summer Show. Will Davies and Josh Reynolds with you on this Tuesday, the 16th of January. Lozen Clarkey. We'll be back on Monday with Benway hosting as the show returns to its usual time slot of 5.30am Australian Eastern Daylight Time. And then Middow's back the following week. Uh, Massive year, of course, across the sporting landscape. And they'll have everything covered for you on the Big Sports Breakfast and anything you guys want to chat about on 0419767272 through the year. The Big Sports Breakfast lunch. New date, new time. Friday, March 15 at Allianz Stadium. Grub, you'll be there. We'll look forward to that. You looking forward to that? I am. Good. Good day. Good answer. Um, <laughs> Allianz Stadium for tickets there. We're looking forward to the Australian Open continuing today. Roger Rashid, who you can catch up on that interview on podcast, like all of the interviews we have on the show. He likes Thanasi Nasi to win today in a tough match, so maybe across five sets. He thinks Isla Tomjanovic will win. She takes on Petra Martik. Uh, Sloane Stephens, he thinks, will get the better of Australia's Olivia Gadecki. That one's at 11 a.m., Local time in Melbourne on John Kane Arena. Thinks uh, Yelena Ostapenko will be too good for Australia's Kim Birrell. Does like Max Purcell to win today against his Hungarian qualifier opponent Matej Valkush. Uh, thinks uh, Alcaraz will win three to zip against Richard Gasquet, like Shviantek, Zverev, and Grigor Dimitrov as other winners today too. So plenty uh, plenty to get across there if you're into the tennis. Uh, the racing today, where are we today? We are at Gunnedah and also Wagga, Rockhampton and Cranbourne, the racing programs which we'll preview soon. will have you covered for everything across those meetings today, across Sky Sports Radio with Dave Stanley and Radio Tab with Steve Hewlett. Uh, in the soccer, we caught up with Andrew Redmayne after Unite Round. That is on podcast two, and a few scores from the Asian Cup: uh, Korea three beat Bahrain one, Indonesia one lost to Iraq three, and Jordan four beat Malaysia nil. Thailand and Kyrgyzstan. Uh, tomorrow morning in Saudi Arabia taking on Oman as well in the Asian Cup. Australia plays Syria in their next match after a 2-0 win over India. Uh, and Grubb in the NFL, Buffalo nil, Pittsburgh nil. Uh, five and a bit minutes played in that NFL clash. Later this morning, the Eagles taking on the Buccaneers. But the pictures... I mean, you can watch this match live in the tab app as well. The pictures of the snow in Buffalo, much was made about the fact it was postponed by a day. Kickoff mm. was pushed back because of fan safety concerns. It's clear conditions at the moment, but the snow in the stadium and surrounding areas is quite remarkable. Uh, always great to see the great pictures, good television. Coldest conditions you've played in, I imagine, over, over in the UK would have been
1: pretty chilly at times. Yeah, it was, mate. And watching the, you know what I love? How good fans are. Yeah. The Bills Mafia, yeah. they've turned up. There's snow on the seats. You dead set have to, you need a shovel. Mm-hmm. I think you need to bring a shovel in to, to sit down. But my worst conditions I played was in was a lovely Hull Stadium. <laughs> um, I let in three tries. <laughs> um, Sione Matautia literally ran over me seven times. Uh, and I got hypothermia after the game. So it was a cracker. Yeah,
0: that's a day. That is a day and a half, isn't it? Yeah, good.
1: Do do you know what, Will? I think this was one of the first times I started to think, gee, am I done? Yeah, I might want to go home. No, honestly, on a serious note, I I remember I was looking at the clock, Yeah, just thinking, what's going on here? Yeah, I'm
0: not enjoying any aspect of this. And
1: my hands, I just couldn't get into the game, and then get into the shed after, and I literally couldn't stop shivering, and everyone was like, stop. Carrying on, yeah. but no, I had to. Yeah, I was in the bath with one of the old uh silver blankets, yeah, right. and the boys bringing me hot teas. Yeah, wow! At the same time, ripping into me, saying, <laughs> <laughs> oh, "Yeah, it comes with some tacks Yeah, so but look, yeah, that was it. Was that was freezing, yeah, mate? Wow. Absolutely freezing. And how, uh, long,
0: how long did it take for? Did, were you losing the sensation, fingers, toes? What, yes, how everything. How so take? like,
1: I couldn't feel feel it's much. It hurts after. It, it hurts. As it it, comes that's back the too, thing. It, it hurts. It's like. You lose it all, and then to, to, to get it to get it all back, it's it's so so cold. So, yeah, not not fun. Mm. Um, I don't like the cold at all. Playing in it, my my first my debut, I debuted in Canberra on a Friday night, and ugh, you can have that. Yeah, you can have that all day. Well, it's negative eight degrees Celsius in Buffalo right now. So. Um,
0: the fans are well rugged up. But as a wise man or woman always says, there's no such thing as bad weather, Josh, just bad preparation. Mm. So uh, keep that I in mind like next time. I like that. Um, so a lot, lots in the NFL, uh, NBA games taking place at the moment to um, win earlier for Philadelphia. again against, uh, who did they play? Rockets. Perfect, the Rockets. Thank you very much. So the return of Joel Embiid. Those matches in the tab app as well. A uh, heap of them on Martin Luther King Day over in the US. Always a feature in the NBA. Uh, great to catch up earlier, as mentioned, with Andrew Redmayne, Lizzie, well early contender for story of the year. What happened at Maroobra with the Iron Men and women um, getting involved and, and helping save those people and, and bring them to safety. Um, always... Enjoy chatting with Lizzie and and her colleagues too. Great, uh, great ambassadors.
1: Unbelievable. And just, to, um, I, I'm I'm glad I heard what Lizzie had to say about instinct because for mm-hmm. me personally, uh, I'm not good in the water. So if I, look, like, even though I would love to have you know saved someone and whatnot, yeah, you, you got to yeah. you, you sort of think about yourself, don't you? Which is yeah. a bit selfish, but the, this is how good lifesavers are. For sure, they think straight away save the other person. And and she said something that sat really well with me in the fact of she goes, I know my own ability Mm -hmm. and that's how confident these lifeguards are but she also said make sure you know you swim between the flags and and know all the rules of the beach so yeah, very interesting conversation. I really enjoyed that. Yep. Check the surroundings. Buffalo, seven, leading Pittsburgh nil in the NFL. Dawson Knox
0: with a touchdown. Uh, Josh Allen finding the tight end in the end zone. So an early lead for Buffalo against the Steelers. They started with a 10-point line. Uh, you've built a little multi for us. It was in the Betts Friends Channel. Still is, but mm-hmm. it's closed now. So Josh Allen, anytime touchdown scorer. Uh the Eagles to win head to head, and yep. Swift 60 plus rushing yards. I think it was $4.70. Uh, of course, check out the bets friends channels, not just for the BSB, but our racing programs as well. Uh, plenty of tips for you tomorrow with Wednesday racing. They're at the Kenzo in New South Wales and Jared Daffy, a, uh, a greyhound expert mm. across the sky networks. And, and for so, so long he likes Dutch right in the pause of thunder on Saturday at Wentworth park. So um, yeah, Daff, we, we love his greyhound tips. I saw you writing that one down. Love a greyhound, <laughs> I'm very every night. Oh, no, not every, every. most, <laughs> not every night. <laughs> most <laughs> nights, most nights, most nights. Uh, I think what well, you could be buying instead, of course, <laughs> but we do we do love it every day. Um, and Bronson Garlic, Melbourne Storm hooker, um, speaks really well. Interesting to hear him talk about uh, missing Justin Olam, but it being a part of the game and welcoming Sean Bloor. But Ryan Pappenhausen. Mm. Horrible run of injuries. Uh, he's saying he should be right for the first trial, that he's going well. So he's not sure of the plan, but as far as he's concerned and what he's seeing, Ryan Pappenhausen should be good
1: to go for the trials. Which is huge great for news. the Storm. Yeah. Like, total different dynamic to that team. Sean Meany done a great job. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Oh, Nick Meaney, yeah. I'm sorry, Nick yep. Meaney. Uh, great job last year. But he's no Pappenhausen, and that's no offence to him, but whenever Pappenhausen plays, Storm... His backup play and that speed at the back. When he's fast, he's electric. You know, Reese Walsh like not as quick, but he scares defenders and Mm -hmm. he will. That Melbourne will be a different beast if he plays. They're 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 already contenders. They always are. They're gonna do. They're gonna be. They're gonna be. Everyone waits for them to fall off the cliff and they never do. And that's just the Craig Bellamy effect. But I hope Paps is back. I love watching him play. Mm -hmm. You can't teach speed. Love the mullet. Bring it on. Yeah. Yeah, there's
0: a lot to like about him.
1: Um, Good friend of the show. uh, Shares uh, an ownership
0: in that horse with Loz as well, Foxy Cleopatra. And as mentioned, Loz and Clarky back on Monday the 22nd. Benway will host with them and then Mido back the following week. We're looking forward to the tennis today. Starts at 11 a.m. Um, last night, Alex De beat beat Milos it's due to a retirement in the third set. From the Canadian, De was leading two to love in that third set. It was one set all. Uh, and on the text line, uh, Alex was built for tennis. Milos built for the big bash. That's from Kevy. Um, and in the big bash. Uh, Tonight, the Sixers versus the Scorchers. I'm loving the Big Bash. I love this time of year with the variety of sport and catching up with different people. We'll chat with Stewie tomorrow ahead of the first test between Australia and the Windies. But can't wait to see the Sixers test themselves against the Scorchers, heavyweights of the Big Bash, in Perth at the Furnace, it'll be near sold out, if not sold out. And the Sixers a chance to see what they're made of in a uh, not hostile environment, but uh, a
1: robust environment. Let's say mm, I would say hostile. Okay, but, yeah, they're just good. Perth. No, they're you know what I mean. They're they're good there, mm-hmm. and, and it, it's a bit of a fear factor before you even get there. You know, I, mean? I, I feel t- when you play against some teams, you you know you can nearly lose before you're even there. Um, and it'll be a massive challenge for the Sixers, but. It's a challenge they probably need heading into the you know this, this the pointy end of the season and as we said before two two bites of the cherry at stake.
0: Yep, and those two teams are confirmed for finals. The winner of this will play Brisbane in their final on the nineteenth of January. The loser will play Adelaide in a knockout. The Scorchers with Tabot dollars sixty two favourites. The Sydney Sixers two dollars thirty. So uh, a lot to be excited about coming up very soon. We'll preview the racing shows with Dave Stanley and Steve Hewlett. We'll take a quick break. Welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast Summer Show. So much great sport taking place around Australia and the world. Buffalo leading Pittsburgh 7-0 in their NFL playoff clash. Uh, As we say, a very good morning to Steve Hewlett. Steve, hello, how are you?
4: Good morning, Will. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, everyone.
0: Steve, Steve, what's coming up up on the show show this this morning? morning?
4: We're going to talk to Ken Kelso about Legato. Of course, she came back in a blaze of glory in a feature there at Allersley, the brand new Allersley track. On Sunday, she's regarded as one of the best, probably the second highest rated horse in New Zealand behind Imperatrice. So she goes to the big Karaka Millions meeting on Jan, Jan 27. And then I think she has one more New Zealand run before you guys might see her either in Sydney or Melbourne. So Ken Kelso is going to join me. Rob Heathcote, of course, successful with abounding in the three-year-old Guineas. We'll talk about Rothfire and a few other horses there, a couple that didn't have any luck at the Magic Millions program on the weekend. We're also gonna talk to Marcus Wilson. Now Marcus had a youngster in one of those debut races that busted the clock running second called Heavenly Impact by Harry Angel. So I wanna get his story. He's well worth following. Heavenly Impacts So, Marcus Wilson and Shane Oxley will join me as well uh, to talk about that horse who is a bloody Sharipper uh, running fast time down the straight on the weekend. It's interesting, actually, guys, and I know it's ridiculous comparing times from different meetings, but I'm going to mention it. Imperatriz, when she won Flemington at the end of the carnival, her time on a good four, she ran 1908. This horse on the weekend, Sharipper. Same track rating, Flemington down the straight, one nine oh seven. Mm. So she went slightly faster than Imperatriz. But anyway, I'm not making comparisons. I was just saying, Sharipa ran very fast time there on the weekend, and he's very progressive. A lot, Krayton, lot into
0: your teeth into through the week, but what was the initial reaction for you after that massive day on the Gold Coast with 25,000 at Magic Millions?
4: Yeah, look, I thought the track played really well. You know, Navesh um, has done a great job in the team, Steve Andrews, a massive effort, but I thought it played well. You know, even that horse, you had a horse that sat posted off the track the whole way, without any cover, that one, mm-hmm. uh, for Dylan Gibbons late in the day. Uh, they seem to be coming from, you know, um, obviously that the style of the track, you know, you, on pace is always an advantage when the tracks start to get a bit firm. But, you know, given all that rain we had and how well it drains and the way the surface appeared with that Kai it's just going to get better. And I thought, you know, given that was only the third meeting back, a big tick uh, to everyone involved with that Gold Coast tractor on the weekend.
0: Steve, Steve, always appreciate it. So much to cover across the Radio Tab Network today and through the week. We look forward to listening in.
4: Thanks, Will. Thanks, Josh.
0: And Steve Hewlett there across Radio Tab and Sky Sports Radio today. David Stanley. David, hello. How are you? how are you, mate? Are you well? Very well, thank you. I don't know if uh, we've got Dave on the mic. I That's think we've good. got him now. There, we, there go. we go. David, hello. How are you? I'm well, Will. How are you, mate? Yeah, very well, thank you. Josh,
5: how are you? I'm great. How's he been? Better seeing you. <laughs> yeah. How's he been, Will? Because for those that don't know, Will's our... Was our boss, mm. <laughs> you know? So we we will report to oh, Will. Yeah. So, so I just wanted to know yeah. how have you felt? Have you felt like you know you're out there? Mm. It'd be like being in the halves with Laurie yeah. when you're playing.
1: Like you <laughs> you sort of. I'm trying to impress, yeah, with the boss. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've come in here very nervous. He so would make he yeah. very nervous. For
5: those that don't, will makes the decisions on the rostering too. Of, <laughs> oh, <who laughs> so, so this is almost yeah. like you know a, a live. Yeah. You've had a live
0: audition. Oh it is. It well, is alive, yeah. uh, just just on that, um, we got a tip from Daff from the Greyhounds. How about this? What a place! Another uh, day's texted in um, during the break, and while Steve was on, a couple of greys for your Grubby Ipswich race one number one. Cheers cobber race to number four. Mm. for i read that out, they've written down. I've he's written got the red pen. He's got, he's them got them the down. So, he has written them um, thanks to uh, to to Nutterday. Um,
5: um uh, good to see you too, Will. Well, I'm nice at this point. You. I've got. A, I've got to air some doing oh, laundry. Yeah, I didn't know. even yeah, receive. Didn't go. even receive a Christmas or New Year message from Will. Oh, no, I didn't get one either. Well, so. I was, it was a bit of a Mexican Glass stand. Glass houses here, David.
3: Glass <laughs> houses. I didn't, know, I didn't
1: know. whether I should send one or. Yeah. Whether I was receiving one. Can I, can I say something? If you were thinking about sending, you should have sent. Yeah, yeah okay. you know what I mean. It's just. And the boss. Know, Come on, mate. This is too much. You ought to get all that roster,
0: Dave? I felt like pupped. I send, oh, not here send. We or go. It's always being sent. spoke more to yesterday. What? Yes. Um, what were some of the, the big takeaways from from the weekend? Obviously, the January Cup with Nova College, but also Magic Millions.
5: Yeah,
0: it, both tracks played extremely well. Yes. That was
5: one good thing. Punters yep. love that. Uh, the other thing too from yesterday uh, was the, I guess, the ability of Stormboy. Mm. Where does he rank? Some people were sort of saying, well. Yes, it was very good. Obviously, a lot of um, people that are really respected in the industry suggesting that he rated really highly, but then also others saying, well, that's a brand-new track. Let's just see what happens when it comes to Sydney. And also, two others really interested in his Sydney form because there's a few horses that he has raced against here in Sydney uh, and trialled against that we either haven't seen for a while or we're going to see in the next couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. uh, he's very short price favourite for a Golden Slipper. Do you want to be taking that price now? Maybe, maybe not. Entirely up to you. But uh, we're going to talk this morning with Tyler Schiller on the program. Uh, Tyler, of course, uh, has some nice rides tomorrow and also just ticking along nicely in that premiership. Uh, so he's uh, behind Nashville at the moment, but he would no doubt be looking to try and maintain that top three spot. Uh, Annabelle Neesham going to join us. Annabelle had that really good winner in the last race. Uh, which uh, won there at the Gold Coast, plus they bought up at the sales, so we'll talk with Annabelle. Uh, Danny Beasley, who's been in great form uh, in the Riverina, has some nice rides today. We'll chat with Danny. Kayla Nisbet, who is the, uh, a young jockey from Canberra, but also is going to be uh, one of the ambassadors at the Sapphire Coast meeting. Of course, nice. they've got their Big Bigger Cup meeting coming up, and Brett Kavanaugh will join us as well. So that's our uh, preview today. Also going to chat with Buck Ford. Now, Buck is uh, the president of of the Cowra Jockey Club. Mm. Cowra were devastated when, obviously, we had that large amount of rainfall out in the west and Wangla was being released just because there was too much uh, rain upstream. Mm. So the Lachlan was was flooding and it devastated the the race course. And obviously, like a lot of country tracks that we talk about, not huge money behind them. So Mm. a lot of volunteers had to get involved. They've got that track back up and running Mm. and they'll have their uh, big meeting on Sunday. Uh, so I'll chat with Buck about what's happening out there at Cowra and hopefully they get a good crowd.
1: I went to the uh, Cowra trots a couple of months ago.
5: Yes, so very good. The trot trotting tracks on the inside of the grass the grass track, mm-hmm. which obviously is their gallops track. So, yeah. and well, there you go. So you know that brick grandstand. Yep. For those that have been to Cowra, the water was up to the top level. So where you, uh, you've obviously got underneath the offices and and the bar area. So you would know that, Josh, mm-hmm. from your being there. And people that have been there, water was up to the top of that roof. That's unbelievable. Right across the whole track. Mm-hmm. So they had to get stabling sort of for harness, gallops. Yeah, it's been a big, big effort.
1: That's what you love about country towns, though and things like that happen they band together and sure. and now they've got a, a big occasion like this coming up
0: yep how good 100% look forward to it Dave uh, racing at Gunnedar and Wogga today no doubt you'll have those meetings completely covered too lots of tips previous, lots of
5: thoughts yep. 100% we'll try and get some info into the tab app as well under Bet's friends and Happy New Year and Merry Christmas to you. Well, was it a good good break you had?
0: Well, it was it was a great break. Did day. you stay in yeah. Sydney? I did not. Travel? Yeah, headed over west to uh, to Beautiful. see the, the extended family. Great to be back. Great to be here, and looking forward to listening uh, to you on Sky yeah. Sports Radio. Now, are you really going to listen
5: this morning? Yeah, of course I will. Because I'll it's, have it on. it's you've got the young kids. So how have you been doing this with the <laughs> three AM starts and into this and.
0: Just been hitting a wall when you get home? Well, it's approaching 9am in New South Wales. 8am in Queensland, Dave Stanley, coming up across Sky Sports Radio. Grub, great to have you in. Great to see you. We'll look forward to catching up again on Friday. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow on the Big Sports Breakfast Summer Show from 6am Australian Eastern Daylight Time.